Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of Radio Silence. As always, I'm Shahid. There's been one topic that's been on my mind for quite some time now. I began following it over the summer when I was back home in Pakistan and I read about it in Dawn News, which is um, a brilliant newspaper based in Pakistan. And for some reason, it touched a vein with me. For some reason, I felt that this case was this murder in cold blood, something that required a lot of attention on my part and something that simply could not put aside. I think it was because it was a culmination of a lot of problems that exist today in our world. And all of them came together and they came together to destroy one man. The name of the man is Nazim Jokyo. He was a normal man, a poor man. He used to work in the fields of a feudal lord in southern Pakistan near Karachi. And he happened to do the right thing in the wrong place in the wrong time. What happened was that there were some foreign hunters in Pakistan, there were some foreign hunters who were camping out in Karachi, in a place called Tatha, which is on the outskirts of Karachi. So it constitutes like a separate city in its own. And over there, foreign hunters had come to hunt a bird called the Hubara Bustard. It's a very rare bird. The Hubara Bustard is an endangered species. And it's a very pathetic bird. It can't defend itself. It's not good in flight. And it can easily be hunted. And so it's easy prey. And these hunters who come from the Arab world, the reason they hunt the, this bird is because they consider it to be an aphrodisiac, which is that they believe that it increases their uh, sexual potency. And so they were hunting this bird when a concentration happened. This local who is part of this ecosystem. Now we are realizing that locals, native people, they actually play a very healthy role in maintaining the long-term stability of ecosystems. And so he must have felt some sort of association with this bird. And when they saw these foreigners, especially people from the Arab world, wearing their dresses and carrying their falcons, which they used to hunt Hubara Bustard, he must have felt offended. Because essentially, there were these foreigners who had come to kill this poor, miserable thing for something that is not even in the most remote way scientifically proven that the Hubara Bustard, Hubara Bustard's meat is an aphrodisiac. And so he did what he could, which is that he tried to stop them. He went up to them, he said, what you're doing is wrong. And in some reports I've read was that when these foreigners were hunting the Hubara Bustard, the bird actually flew into a small township and they chased it there. And Pakistan's a conservative country. And so that's when he confronted them and didn't allow them to go into the township with their guns and their rifles because there, there were women inside and they would have violated the privacy of their home. And what he did towards the end was that he recorded them. He started recording their behavior, them in their car. And, and well, the video that he recorded is also available online. You can see the video on the website of Dawn News. And towards the end, one of the foreigners snatches the mobile from him. So he snatches the mobile and he takes it away. That was the crime of Nazim Jokyo. That is what he was 
murdered for. He tried to stop some people from hunting an endangered, defenseless bird. And the matter just escalated from over there. He was taken to the house of the local MPA, Jamavez Khan Jokyo. So he was a feudal lord. And the feudal system is very bad in the sense that the people who work for you, they, just, they, they don't just work for you. You, they own you in a sense. They work on your land, they till your land, and then there is profit sharing. Whatever produce there is, the landlord, your feudal lord, gets half and you get the other half. And there is a lot of bind power dynamics at play over here as well. Because your feudal lord has complete authority over your literal existence. He could, he could, he could ask you to leave his premises at any point, at any moment in time and you would be helpless especially in developing countries where the law of the land is very vulnerable and weak and so in the background of all of this he was taken to the farmhouse of very influential feudal lord who was also a, and who is also a member of the Sindh assembly so the provincial legislative assembly of the province of Sindh and his brother is a member of the National Assembly of Pakistan, similar to the representative of Congress in the United States. And he was taken there and his brother Afsal was also with him. His brother was told to leave. They were told, okay, we'll just take him to task. Okay, slap him around a bit, mess, mess him up, rough him up a bit because he messed with one of our guests. The Arab visitors were the guests of this influential landlord. And his brother left. And when he left, uh, probably the most miserable and the most terrifying time of Nazim Jokyo's life began when he was mercilessly beaten with rods and sticks to death. There was terrible trauma all across his dead body when it was examined by the police, especially in the area of his genitals. Mercilessly beaten and killed and his body was found in a farmhouse in Karachi. Now, there, there was hope that maybe some justice would come after this because this matter became very popular. I was talking to one of the expats living here in Qatar and he was telling me, he's from Hyderabad in Sindh, and he was telling me how this place is a complete jungle, how the province of Sindh in southern Pakistan is a complete jungle and that Nazim was lucky in a sense that his story reached us. There are lots of people who get murdered and no one even hears about them and they murdered for much smaller intransigencies and in much more vicious ways. So I don't even know what to make of that. But what happened after that was the family, obviously they were grief stricken. This person who used to provide a livelihood for the family, who used to work on the lands, this person was beaten, he was murdered, he no longer existed. That's the worst thing someone can go through for the, when it comes to their loved ones. And so they filed a, a normal sort of motion in court. They filed charges against the two lords, the feudal lords, who were directly involved in the murder of Nazim Jokyo. Now, this is where the colonial history of Pakistan also interferes, because in the red tape laden, crumbling edifice of the legal aspect of Pakistan, a murder is not a crime until it is report, reported by a complainant. So it is not the responsibility of the state to investigate a murder unless one private civilian needs it to be investigated. So if there is a murder and there is no complainant, you go your merry way. That is how it's working here. 
And so as a, his brother was the complainant. Nazir's brother Asal was the complainant who went to who went with him to the house of the landlords the day Nazir was murdered. But he was put under immense pressure and so he had to withdraw his case. What happened next was Nazim's widow, his widow Shireen, took up the case and she filed charges against the two feudal lords. And she urged the court time and again to please fasten up the process and produce a chalan against the violators, against the accused. Because after that, the responsibility will be lifted from her. Until she is a complainant, she is responsible for coming to court, for presenting the charges she is leveling, and she can withdraw those charges at any time. And that is what the accused were counting on, that they could pressurize Shireen to withdraw the charges that she was leveling against these two people. And she urged the court to hurry up, to expedite the process, to not delay to simply take responsibility of this murder so no one would come to her and then try to pressurize her or her two children. But that is not what happened and the court delayed, it took too long. Pakistan's courts have a huge backlog of unresolved cases. So the legal system is very slow and so eventually she ended up withdrawing the charges. And that is where we leave the legal aspect of this behind because it's just a very messy and disappointing story to talk about. And in this episode, I'd rather like to focus on Nazim and his ordeal instead of the legal system of Pakistan. I think this matter has resonated with me for a wide variety of reasons. One is that this was a poor, hardworking man who was viciously attacked, who was viciously murdered for such a minor reason, for such a minor reason, for trying to protect a bird in the environment that I operate in and my colleagues operate in, doing something selflessly for your society, for your environment, for other people, it is seen as a good thing. And this person was doing that, but he was doing it in the real world. And the real world is mean and gritty. And that is why he was punished for it. So for that reason, I just feel an immense sense of pity for this poor man and the, and the reason that he was so cruelly treated and that his family had to go through such pain for no reason at all. The second reason is less significant, but it, I think it connected with me on a deeper level. There is a very, there is a very popular selfie of his that is going online. This is one of the few pictures that he has. And I think the selfie is so heartbreaking. I think this generally goes for not just Nazim Joko, but for all the people who are less privileged than us when they try to use technology and when they gain happiness from it. It's just such a simple and positive feeling in my opinion that there are these people who are taking up these modern methods of communication and expression and they're finding so much happiness in such simple things. And I think it's just glorious. And it, I think it points to a, to a better future as well that we're providing access to the less privileged people and because we have provided them this access, they are able to express themselves in such diverse ways. So I think less privileged people taking selfies, expat workers in the girls talking to their families back home on Zoom or on WhatsApp or on Emo. I think there's just so much beauty to it. Another reason why this matter is so personal, seems so personal to me is because we realized on this that 
these people, these feudal lords, they'll think they literally own you. They think that anything you say and anything you do and any behavior that you depict is wrong simply because of the circumstances of their birth. They were born in a feudal house and you were born in a tenancy house. And because of that, now you forever, for your entire life, will be subjugated and you will be you will be beneath these people. You have to bow and scrape to them. You have to listen to whatever they do. And they can they can either grant you some scraps of bread as appreciation or they can kill you at their pleasure. So it just highlights such deep cracks in, in, in the edifice of our society. And I think it just tells us about the state of Karachi as well and Sindh as well, southern Pakistan and there's just the way how bad governance is a problem in the entire country, but the way that bad governance has become celebrated in the province, the way the resources have completely been pried out of the province and have lined the pockets of the rich. While these proceedings were going on in, in Pakistan and the widow and brother of Nazim Jokyo were going through the course and bearing the hot summer heat, trying to get the basic human right fulfilled and get justice for their murdered family member. The accused was actually spending time in Dubai. He flew out. He stayed there for some time, enjoyed the hospitality of his Arab friends, probably the ones who were the who were back in Pakistan some time ago trying to hurt the Hubara busted. Had some good time and came back to find that all the charges against him had been dropped. So I think this insulated system of governance and exploitation of people, it is extremely disappointing. It is something we should all be very concerned about. I had, I had wanted to make this episode for quite some time now. I just never got the leeway to go for it. But I'm really glad that I managed to do this. I hope you guys listen till the end. And I hope you guys think that whatever we are discussing over here is important and valid. Because I think we need to, you need to call a spade a spade. What is wrong is completely wrong. And no man, no man should ever be murdered, should ever be denied their life. And no man should ever be disrespected in the way that Nazim Jokyo was. And let us just pray for his forgiveness and, and let, us, let us celebrate the life that he lived. Thank you very much, guys. And I will see you again soon.